I, I would do anything to be lonely and 25 in New Mexico <laughs> right now. I would, I would kill you to trade places <laughs> with you. Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. What day is it? It's caller day. You're not saying that with enough enthusiasm. It's caller day. <laughs> it is caller day. We love caller day. Mm -hmm. And today we are joined by Anna. Anna, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, Anna. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Do you mind giving us your age, the age of the person you're talking about? I don't think it's your partner, but someone who... Like, based on your email, it's so there is a person in question. And then also your location. Yeah. Uh, so my name is Anna. I'm 25 years old. I'm from Albany, New York, but I moved to uh, northern New Mexico three months ago. Um, and the guy in question is 24 years old. Okay. Do you mind telling us your story? Yeah, sure. So... First of all, I ended a six-year relationship seven months ago. And I originally emailed you guys about that. Um, and you guys actually helped me a lot with getting out of that. Um, I had some epiphanies. <laughs> um, so Wait a minute. So you're, you got a Q&A question answered and you're Wait, a caller? Wait, did we answer your Q&A question? That's amazing. Yes, you did. Which one? Which one? I was in, I was stuck in a six year long relationship. We weren't having fun together anymore. Oh my God. You lived together. You, ha oh, I remember this one. The puppy, the. the yeah. Oh, the puppy. I remember this one. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm glad. That's a real, I mean, that's, that's unique. I don't know if there's yeah. anyone else who can Yeah, you're two that. for two. Yeah. Very impressive. I feel really lucky. <laughs> yeah. You give good questions. Yeah, you do give good questions. <laughs> so after that relationship ended and like two days after he moved out, I was really excited to uh, join the dating game. I had never dated before. Um, I was nervous about it, but you guys in your uh, podcast was like, you need to just like get out there and live your life. Like you're still young, like you can still get out there and do a million things. There's no time lost. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, no more time, no more time lost. So Good. Um, the first, one of the first guys I connected with, um, Oh my God. It was just like so easy. I, I was really nervous, but he was just so easy to talk to. We had really similar energy. Um, and he helped me realize going on a first date, I, I do have something to say. Like I'm, I'm not my past partner. Like I am my own person. Um, so he, Good. it was just really cool. It was fun. And we saw each other twice a week for two months. Meanwhile, we also were both into like serially dating <laughs> <laughs> you were catching up for lost time yeah and it seemed like he was too but that was really cool so there was no like expectation between the two of us and it was really fun because we'd come together um and talk about all our dates and give each other advice and it, it was just really fun and cool and different anyway he had plans to move to santa fe new mexico so what was also cool was that this was going to have a deadline. Like I wasn't, there was no fear of me like catching feelings and jumping from one relationship right away into another. But. Oh, because, sorry to interrupt, but because at the onset, basically when you met him, he was like, I plan on moving to New Mexico. From the onset. State. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was really just like no pressure at all. Right. And um, you didn't have any, you, you didn't have that thunderbolt 
you you didn't feel like real strong or did you i really liked him and i and mm. i tried not to feel like it was real feelings i was having i was just like in a really euphoric state um after being in such a crappy relationship and i mean it was the weather was starting to get nice there was just so many factors and mm -hmm. i i was like a little manic this summer like yeah. just um traveling and seeing girlfriends and spending time with family and going on a million dates and like really just like doing me i uh, love that great. that's, that's fantastic. makes makes us both very happy that makes me that's super exactly happy you, yeah. you will never look back and be like damn i wish i had done nope. less did it you did it you're doing everything right so far so. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what's coming <laughs> uh so he uh was going to leave and before he left he was like let's stay in touch. Like, I want to, I feel like we have a really good friendship. Um, I mean, we were, we were even hanging out with each other's friends. He even went to the bar a few times with uh, my sister and my sister's fiance. Like, it was like we were buddies, you know, it was really cool. Can I, sorry, just to interrupt, I just need to know how physical was the relationship? So physical. Like, it was really <laughs> So is the answer. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, it was like perfect, you know? Great. Um, Sounds delightful. And he left and followed up really quickly with a phone call on his road trip. And that was just really nice. And then it was just, it was relaxed. Like we'd, we'd catch up um, every week or so, just like a little text here and there. I'd send him a picture of my puppy or like he'd send me a meme. So we kept in touch. Um, and so my little brother is a rancher in New Mexico. <laughs> and mm. I was also thinking at the time, okay, where do I go next? Like my, my I'm boosting my confidence. Um, I'm doing all these fun things, but like, I'm not happy with my job. Um, I might want to go back to school. Like what's next. And I always thought teaching was like a really viable option for me. Um, I went to school for acting in English and feeling like the acting thing wasn't really going to work out. I always thought like teaching would probably be a good option. Mm -hmm. So my brother reaches out to me and says, you know, they're so desperate for teachers out here. You should just apply. Anyways, long story short, I applied, interviewed, and they um, offered to help me get into a residency program that would pay me to intern at the high school and get my master's. Wow. Yeah. Nice. That is so cool. Yeah. Good for so, you. Nice. So I did it. I like did it. <laughs> okay. Just just one quick thing here. Did you um, keep him abreast of these plans or no. these actions? Okay. okay. No, I, I actually just looked back at our text messages. I texted him, hey, so like I might actually take a teaching job out in New Mexico. And he was immediately like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. Uh, you'd be so good for that. I've also been taking Spanish classes over the last year. So he's like, you're going to get to practice your Spanish. Like, I think this makes so much sense. That's really cool. So we were in touch over like a course of a few months while being, you know, separated. So it felt like it was like the bond was still there and continuing to grow. And I was going to have a chance to he was only going to be two hours away from me in New Mexico. Um, hmm. anyways, but, sorry, but this is a good break. One last question. Yeah. When you said goodbye before he left for New Mexico, what kind of goodbye was that? The in-person oh. part. Hug. And this was so sweet. 
this was just a really special thing we had. How cool. Mm -hmm. And no tears, right? On either? No court? tears. Okay, no. no tears. Was it even close to tears? <laughs> Not even close to tears. And Not even close. Actually, okay. it wasn't even the last time I saw him because um, he was going to leave in two days. But the next day after after our last date together, I went on a different date. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> She's doing it right. Um, and then we so went far. to the movies and he was there with his parents. <laughs> nice. And we were like, the only... <laughs> but you were both openly serial dating while you were together. Yes. Okay. And but... it was always, let me just get this straight. It was always, I, I, is this sort of just like, it's like a hookup. This was a hookup relationship, but yeah. you also dated. You okay. dated. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. I that, wanted to make sure too. Yeah. That's why I asked if there was like a really emotional goodbye at all, or even a slightly emotional. Yeah. Goodbye. I'm trying to gather how casual it is because Oh, you're making it sound kind of um, emotional, but you were both actively and openly dating other people. So I was just sort of, mm -hmm. I was curious. But I guess with the timeline, the time limit, that changes things. Okay, sorry. We'll let you finish your story. <laughs> yeah, well, anyways, I, I, that was the last time I saw him. I was on a date what? with a different guy and he ignored me. <laughs> um, Did he see, he recognized you though? He saw you? I texted him later that night and was like, uh, LOL. And he was like, what? And I was like, how was your movie? And he was like, oh, my God, you were at the movies? And I was like, we were the only ones in the lobby. Like, you definitely saw me. <laughs> is there a chance he didn't yeah, see is you? Yeah, there, there's got to be a chance he didn't see you. Really? He actually, came, he actually came right up next to me to talk. I was ordering at the concession stand. He worked at this movie theater, too, by the way. Um, to say To say hi to a coworker. So uh, I, but was, was there like, eye contact? No. No, there wasn't. So is it conceivable that he didn't see you? Yeah, is it yeah. conceivable? I think he didn't see you. I think... I yeah, think. Well, let, let's get to the end of the story. It's and just then, so funny. Yeah. I mean, it's such a funny story. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I want to get to the end of the story and decide then whether or not he saw her. Based on <laughs> I'm gonna further give a, behavior. Okay, I yeah. got you. But I'm okay. going to give him a the pin benefit that. of the doubt. Okay. Okay. okay, anyways, well, since the goodbye, so it had been a, a, a couple months. We'd stayed, we stayed in touch and all that, but... Um, after I let him know about New Mexico, there were fewer texts, um, maybe one more phone call. And then I was really excited because I got my driver's license and bought a car and was going to go on my own road trip to New Mexico in a couple days. So I let, so I let him know. Um, and he was just like, hey, congrats. That's cool. And then I responded and then he took a couple days to respond. And when he finally responded, he was like, so when do you start your road trip again? And I was like, oh, I'm actually already like two days into it. My car broke down in Indiana. Um, we're going to be stuck here for three days while we wait for the parts to come in for my car. And he was like, oh, no, like you're with your mom, though, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm with my mom. I'm actually in a cute little historic town. And then he never responded. Hmm. And that's the end Ever. of the story. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Just quick. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Are you asking it's, a question? It's a question. Sorry. Quick question, and be a hundred percent honest. Okay. Really, 
Do your best. You know, I want to first have her ask her question and then you ask questions. I want to ask this question first. No, but I want to know what her, if she had to distill it down to one question, what is the question? Because right now all you've done is told us a story. I want to know what question you have written. I I know what the question is going to be. Go ahead. Okay. I know. I just want to hear her. I have so many questions. Um, (laughs) Screwed me. I, you know. I guess like the biggest question, obviously the obvious question is like, why? But I mean, you guys Mm -hmm. maybe can't answer that one, but what do I do? I never, I never tried to like double text him. I wanted, I was testing. I was trying to see if he would reach out. He knew I was coming to the same. We know the question. She wants to know why. So then the question is what happened and what do I do now? Yeah. What do I do now? Because it's three months now and I feel a little ridiculous reaching out at this point, but guys, I am so lonely and I'm still yeah. thinking about this guy that was so fun to hang out with. That's only two hours away. Okay. okay. Before you ask right. your question, I have to ask you, Anna. This is the question I'm going to ask. I know, ask. but the, what I recall about your email, I think it might've been the title of the email was, does this guy think I followed him mm-hmm. to New Mexico? That's correct. Question. That's what I... Thought at first, like he must have thought I was. There's the looking back on it now, like there's just no way. I I don't know. Okay. Um, but again, I'm going back to my question when I asked you to be very honest. Okay. Extremely honest. Dig deep down. Okay. Did what percent of your decision to go to New Mexico was to possibly re or re or just kindle <laughs> some kind of relationship? Deep, bigger or, you know, more meaningful relationship if, with this guy. Yeah. And be brutally honest. And it could be, it you could have, be 5%. You have to be super honest yeah. here. That's the key. Yeah. Be truly honest. I don't know how to do this percentage thing. Um. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be, you can round up to the nearest quartile. It doesn't have to be down to like single percents. 50%, 25%. No, like really low. Like it was the, a relationship right now. It's, clear to me in my heart and in my mind that I'm not wanting a relationship, looking for one, but like I miss sex and I liked having a connection with someone, a friend. I, okay. I Your was, Honor, uh, hold on a second. Your Honor, I'd like to rephrase my question. <laughs> Would you have gone to New Mexico if this guy never existed? So there were so many signs. Like there were so many like uh, voices from the universe. And this was one of them. Like okay. this, this guy that is so sweet, so fun. I'm going to have a friend out there. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to be out in the boonies, but I have my brother out there and I have a friend out there. And I don't know. Yeah. So I, maybe a small part of you, you, you had it in mind. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. honest. Yeah. I mean, what I want to know, and I, again, I don't want to press you against the wall with this, but I really do want to know. Do you really think you would have gone out to New Mexico if this guy never existed? That, I just, if you can't answer, don't answer. But I would love you to be able to say yes or no to that. I don't know. Okay, that's he, fine. he wasn't. He wasn't the only sign. I'd like to say yes. I would like to say yes, but I know he okay. he did have maybe a little bit to do with it. Okay. okay. And your just brother terms, is there, you said. Yeah. Sorry. Just in terms of the sign, though, not in terms of like. Understood. Thing. Yeah, of so, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get yeah, it. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. Understandable, too. Yeah. yeah. And just to confirm, 
The last time you heard from him was... When he did not respond to your text about being broken down with your mother. Yeah, he, he doesn't even know if I made it to New Mexico. I could have died. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I gotta say that I, the movie theater scene, if this is a movie, yeah. the movie theater scene is not a throwaway. Yeah. I don't think it's a throwaway it's scene. It's possible that he could talk the talk, but he couldn't walk the walk. Maybe he could talk about, theoretically, you dating other people, but when he saw you with someone, it, he may be that kind of person oh. who's just like, I'm done. Oh, I was going in a different direction than that. I was thinking that this is this was more casual than I think even she imagined. Yes, I think that's probably true. Like, yeah, it felt like you had a great connection, but I think that I don't want to... And again, you're the man in the room, so if you want to interrupt at any point and tell me I'm wrong, you can, but I kind of feel like this... He always knew he was leaving, and this was a fun time, and I don't know if he ever had the intention or even the, what I find kind of sad, I guess, is the curiosity just to see what this would look like knowing you were actually around for a long time, you know? Do you have a different take on this? No, I, I don't. I, I kind of would like to strike the movie theater comment from the record. <laughs> Which one? Because I don't... Th that I said that he was maybe like, he got weird when he saw her with the... I don't, oh, I don't no, believe... Oh, no, I think that he was this was casual yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with you this was definitely very casual and i do think that if i'm going to try to put myself in his shoes when you were coming out to new mexico and you were getting close to getting there i think it got really it, it really became real for him and he realized that he had to distance himself i also think it is a possibility that he thinks you moved there for him or maybe not like as the sole it, it, reason but maybe even just a tiny sliver do you, do which you by the way isn't untrue -ish. it's not totally untrue yeah not totally right he he has a right to think that do, do you what kind of person is he is he like a kind of a more self-absorbed person or really giving and out like what kind of person is he really sweet um but yeah like a little uh he has, he's an only child and, and a little oh, bit acts like one. Yeah. That he definitely <laughs> thought you moved out for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I'm curious to know, did you give him, the texts you're describing are pretty sparse and here and there's, you know, here's a meme, here's a photo of my puppy. But if you, if you remove the intel, which I think is pretty crucial intel, which mm -hmm. is that your brother suggested you for, you know, a teaching position in New Mexico and you had been thinking about teaching for years and then you applied like all this stuff that made New Mexico make sense for you. If you remove that from if you unknow that it really does mm -hmm. look like you moved there for him. Yeah. How can you remove any of that? Though? <laughs> no, but I mean, he does. Does he know all that? Does he know the backstory? He knows everything. Yeah. It, it so clearly made sense why I came out here. It, I really don't think it sounded like it was for him. Honestly, I don't think the outcome is different. You mean if he totally I think didn't think she moved out for him or yeah, if she did think? Yeah, at the I, think end of it's, the day, I think in the end of the day, it's going to be the same outcome. Yeah, unfortunately, I feel bad saying that because, you know, their loneliness is not a good feeling, especially, you, you know, you're not used to being alone. No. You, you You've been in 
a very long-term relationship, one where you were living with your partner. And even if you weren't happy, you weren't lonely. And this is a different, uh, it's a different thing you're about to taste or are currently tasting. Yeah. And I actually think that that's, I think that this guy in question, the New Mexico guy, is only part of what you're, part of this whole conversation right now. Because if you had met someone else or if you felt like you had a great social circle right now, would you be as curious about what happened there? No, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't think about it at all. Yeah. All I, yeah. But I'm so like, I'm so I have so much free time to myself <laughs> yeah. that like I kept so busy this summer. And now I'm here in such a lonely place with no friends. And I only have time mm. but to ruminate about this last special connection. And also I'm realizing like how much processing I still have to do from your breakup. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think a a couple of things. One is this guy does not deserve your time Mm. at all. You should, you should write him. You should erase him from your memory, unfortunately. Yeah. I, there's a serious lack of respect in how this wrapped. He knew you were coming. He knew you were going to be in New Mexico soon. He knew you were in a situation on the road with your mother. He had nothing to say about that. He never followed up. He, as you said yourself, you could have died on the road. He has no idea. And based on how casual it sounds like this was, you guys could even be friends. Like, I don't know why it would need to be like, oh, I moved here to be with you. Like, I want to date. There's just sort of a, if he does indeed think that you moved there for him. There's no way. Let's let's say there (laughs) is. No, but let's say he does. Okay, okay. Even then. It doesn't matter. Is what you shared really that worthless to him? Do you know what I mean? Like, you could still be friends. It's just so crazy to me that someone can be like, oh, I spent all this time with you and... Like and you could have died on the side of the road, and you know, I'm not I, curious I, at all. About I hate that. to make this analogy; uh, this is terrible. But there was a Family Guy episode that was hilarious, <laughs> where Brian the dog marries this woman oh. once he finds out she has a cancer diagnosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she has a month to live, and, and he's so he's like, "I'm going to marry you." They have a big wedding and everything. Anyway, he finds out like a month later that she goes into full remission and she's going to be fine. No, like on their wedding day. Yeah, like on, right the, wedding, after on the actual wedding day. So he's like devastated. He wants to kill himself. I think that this guy, sorry, I didn't mean to make such a grim analogy, but this reminds me of that because I think this guy defined your relationship as something that was had a termination mm-hmm. date and he enjoyed what it was, but that's what it was. Yeah. It was in Albany and that's where I was going to die. And I think that he was, you know, in theory, open to continuing communicating with you. But once you got close, the closer you got to New Mexico, the more he was like, okay, I think I'm going to pull away from this And actually, ironically, the texts are a direct reflection of that. It's it's like a literal, like as your car got closer to New Mexico on the Google map, he was pulling away. And I don't think you should reach out to him because I think that he has made it extremely clear how he feels about continuing this relationship. And I and and you've been in a long relationship. You've been out of the dating pool for a long time. It's it's a little messed up. Like dating is a little crazy these days. So <laughs> uh. this is not this is like a little baptism by fire, but it could be worse. I think that what you should do is you should just learn from this. Like you need to define relationships. If you're really into this guy. Define it fairly early so you don't have to go through this kind of, you know, limbo. If you want to have a casual relationship, that's fine. Just understand that casual relationships end. 
and they sometimes end really quickly. Maybe he found a girlfriend. You have no idea. It's possible that he started dating a girl in maybe the day you broke down with your mother on the road. And he was like, peace out. Like, I'm done with all anything peripheral. I'm focusing on this girl. And that's totally understandable, too. Still a dick for not texting you, but understandable. So you have to understand that relationships are can be casual. They could be super casual. They can be like friends with benefits or they could be real. And if you're not in a real relationship and you haven't defined it that way, you should be able you you should unfortunately expect everything and anything to happen. It's out of your control at that point. Yeah, I also don't want to give her trust issues, though. It is possible what they had was real within that sphere, you know, the, 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 that time limit sphere. Sure. But I kind of want to focus a bit more on the now because I relate a lot to what you're going through right now because when I was, tw- I had just turned 26 when I first moved to Germany and I moved to a town of 50,000 in East Germany and I didn't speak the language and I had no friends and it was for my career and all the time leading up to that was full. I had recently ended a five to six year relationship and I had dated a lot and I'd flown all over the place. I had a done competitions and done auditions which led to this gig and then suddenly everything came to a screeching halt where all I had was what I had gone there for the career and nothing else and I really do believe that this is where the work begins and I love that you made the most of this summer mm-hmm. while you could but there's something to be said about what you do with your time when you don't have the option or as many options for distraction. I, I, of course, I implore you to make, to build your social circle and keep going on all the dates and doing all the things. I don't really feel like your question is so much about this guy. You know, I I really think that what you're going through right now is sort of a rite of passage Mm -hmm. for your age and your chapter in life. And I can, I honest to God, look back on that season because an opera season is just like a school season actually (laughs) and it was bar none the hardest year of my life after that I got got transferred I went to a different opera house which was in uh, a city in West Germany I didn't feel like as much of as an out of an outsider there and I didn't struggle as much and I made friends and all that stuff but that that one year was really really difficult but Man, oh man, did I learn a lot about myself, what I wanted in a relationship, because I did date in that time. And I think this is where the, not only processing your breakup, but also grieving it, because it sounds like you've been able to distract yourself, and that is great. But there, as we had, we had Amy Chan on, we had an episode called Breakup Boot Camp. The only way out is through. Mm-hmm. And I think you've been sort of going around yeah. for maybe the last few months, but now's the time to go through. Yeah. And it's very easy in your position. I've been there before to, to ruminate about, you know, the ones that the one or ones that got away. And that's not going to help you because you're going to be living in the past and you're going to be paralyzed to go forward. What you need to do is to start fresh. As a matter of fact, to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't have recommended, even if this guy was willing to continue your casual yeah, relationship, I, I would have said that's not a good way to start in a new place. Yeah, because there is sort of an umbilical cord factor yeah. there. I I totally You're agree. You're starting new. You don't, the old is gone. Everything yeah. that happened in Albany, 
is done. Yeah. You're starting new in New Mexico in New Mexico. <laughs> Not why that's it's just the worst <laughs> pun ever. Like, who cares? Yeah, it's New Mexico. Anyway. No one has ever made a new New Mexico yeah, joke before. Yes, forgive me. But you are starting anew and you don't need this. This guy has made it very clear that for whatever reason, I know you guys had something special in its own way in Albany. It's over. It's over for good. And move on. And, and appreciate that you can move on without any strings. It's, I, I would do anything to be lonely and 25 in New Mexico <laughs> right now. I would, I would kill you to trade places <laughs> with you. So appreciate this time. Forget about this guy. Who knows? He may come out of the woodwork one day and you'll be like, eh, not interested. Oh, okay. I want to do a, a slight adjustment to what you said. I agree with everything you just said because I too would... If if killing you might give me the chance to trade places with you, I would also kill you. God, retain this is such a dark Basically, what place. we're both saying is we're going to kill you. <laughs> but what I'm saying is when you say forget him, I actually think because this is your this is your year of metamorphosis. You know, you're finding yourself outside of your long term relationship that you were unhappy in. But and you certainly learned about yourself in. But now you're going it alone for a minute, you know, and New Mexico guy for me, or it's not for me, for you, in my opinion, is one of the many lessons that this year will bring. And I don't mean lessons like you did something wrong. I mean, like, you now know what you want and what you don't want. And so I would encourage you to think about what you particularly appreciated specifically about your connection with him and also keep track of what you didn't. For example, the fact that he obviously didn't give a shit about you in the long run and didn't care if you arrived and, and didn't respond. And that's a deal breaker, you know, and you can now file that under deal breaker category, but perhaps he, under, he got your jokes or he was thoughtful or, you know, little things that you now know you're looking for that maybe in your long-term relationship you were lacking. You can do two things now. You can learn from this or you can make a mistake. And that mistake would be to continue ruminating on it and to yeah. continue contemplating, reaching out and and strategizing how to reach out. I, I it's all say, mistakes. Though, Those are all mistakes. Right now, though, we're going to have a round of applause for oh. the fact that you never reached out. Yes, again. yes. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Because that's not easy. No. We, we have to take a moment to talk about how yeah, difficult you did that, that is, right. especially in a state of loneliness. Yeah. You did that right. And let me tell you something. You got your answer. Yep. Your answer is clear as day. Yeah. And you did the right thing. Because had you continued to reach out, you would have gotten a cloudy response. I was, just to give some my story, yeah. <laughs> when I was 26, I had moved out to San Francisco to be with what I thought was my definitely my future wife. And she was, by the way, on the show. We, she's my ex-fiance. We did a whole episode with her. We're tremendous friends, so I can speak about her. <laughs> but we, I, I moved out to San Francisco to be with her. And I was 25 at the time, or 26. And so when I was 26, she left me for the chef where she was waitressing, the restaurant where she was waitressing, okay? And you had moved there for her. And I had moved there for her. I had nobody. I had a couple of friends in San Francisco. I didn't even like them. No offense to those people <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah, they're fine. It's, you know what our relationship was. Don't question me. Anyway. You were alone. I was alone. Saying. It was El Nino, the worst rain and wind San Francisco has seen in like 50 years. 
It was cold, rainy, miserable. I had no one. And she was having the time of her life with this, this chef. Okay. I will tell you that hands down, the best year of my life, no, no offense. <laughs> I mean, when we I got married, it was tremendous. Great years with Charlene. But truly the most formative best year of my life was the month after she broke up with me, that year. The best year of my life. In retrospect. In retrospect. At the time, if someone told me this is going to be the best year of your life, I'd have been like, shut up. Don't, don't give me that crap. Yeah, yeah. But they would have been right. Which is probably what you're thinking about us right now. <laughs> and I don't blame you for thinking that. I don't blame you. You wanted us to give you a roadmap of how to get this guy back, which uh, you came to the wrong place. But I'm telling you right now, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm not telling you this because this is what you want to hear or you know make you feel better. I was miserable, lonely. I wasn't eating. I wasn't sleeping. It was cold. It was rainy. I had no one. I was alone in a new city. And I'm telling you, that year, best year of my life. Yeah. Think of it as this was a gift. You're in a new place. Start fresh. Meet new people. Forget about him. You're going to do great. I have no doubt. Yeah. It's an exciting, like, I, I know that it's hard in the moment, but as an outsider, you're I'm an jealous. Excited, yeah, I'm, I'm truly, jealous I too. feel palpable jealousy. It yeah. makes me angry <laughs> that you have this and I don't. He's, he's plotting your murder. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I came out here for, for this reason for this like personal growth and figuring out how I am by myself and and I'm yeah. working through it it's hard it's sad. there's yeah. gonna there's gonna be cries you're gonna cry you're gonna scream yeah. you're gonna have lonely nights it's all gonna happen but I'm telling you keep a positive outlook on this and think forward do not look back back is done and make friends make friends I will try. There's 200 people here. Yeah. <laughs> None of them are my age. You know, I'm going to give you a piece of advice that I, that honestly, I wish someone had given me this advice. I sort of had to figure it out on my own. But when I was your age and I was off in unknown places, when I felt a connection with someone who I wanted to be friends with, I just, I asked them on a friend date. Mm -hmm. nice. And it sounds weird. And I feel like people don't do it enough. They don't think, you know, there's just, it's hard to be like, let's be friends. Like you feel weird. You feel like a weirdo being yeah. like, I want to be your friend. But I learned in my mid twenties that that really pays off because mm. those friends, friend, the friends I made in Berlin at English, no, at, at German, school, mm, German school, I invited to my wedding a decade later. Wow or a near decade later, even if they're not your age, or if you just feel that bit of connection, don't be afraid to be like, I, I like chatting with you. I don't want to make this weird, but like, do you want to get coffee sometime? Like, aren't, let's there be friends. aren't there like websites for just friends, like meeting friends? I think there are places? actually, there like, are, there definitely are. I but I also, are. you know me, like I, I believe sites. in the in-person connection yeah. too. So I think you should do all of the above. Santa Fe, you're in Santa Fe? No, I'm in a teeny tiny town two hours north of Santa Fe. Okay. Well, maybe is there any chance that you can move to closer to the city or in the city? I'm five minutes from work. Uh, me and my brother have a really cute little house. I mean, okay. and it's so beautiful. I mean, it's just like amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. We're in this insane valley. The mountains are completely surrounding us. I mean, it's just beautiful. Wow. Yeah. That sounds beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I 
we have to remember that one of the reasons she's as lonely as she is is because of her past relationship. Because yeah. you're living with your brother. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a small town and that's a big change. And yes, you've had a busy summer. But this just looks so different from what has be- become your reality for, yeah. for quite some time. Yeah, so the agreed. only way is through. Are you? I, I, is it literally 200 people or are you exaggerating? <laughs> The town I'm in is literally like maybe even a little less than 200 people, but we're 20 minutes from a town uh, with way more people. It's like a little tourist town, still tiny, still mostly old people because young people got the hell out. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, it's cool. I'm trying. There's one bar um, in the town with more people (laughs) Um, and uh, a guy gave me his number last weekend. So I'm like, nice. I, you know, I'm trying. In person? In person. That's wow. so romantic. <laughs> See, she could do it in a town of 200 people, but these people in cities can't. I know. Can't do, well, they she can't could. meet people in person. Anna, Anna gets a lot of action where she, yeah, wherever you, you go. <laughs> action Anna. Yeah. Action, Anna. Again, I'm not doing well with the words You're really today. struggling with that. Anna, I know this might not have been the, the most practical advice or, or usable advice or actionable advice. Actually, it might be all of those. I actually think it was great I don't know advice. why you're, you're, you're shitting on this advice. And, no. But yeah, I, and I, I think that don't, don't ruminate anymore about whether he got freaked out by thinking you may have moved there for it. Just all of those questions, just totally irrelevant. Agreed. This guy is dead. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. He was killed because someone wanted to trade spots with him. <laughs> exactly. Some bizarre transformation. Is anything we said different from what you thought we would say? I wondered if you guys might have suggested or, you know, thought of a what could think of a way where I could reach out just so I have a friend. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Look, no. it, this is the thing. I'm not going to tell you to do this, and I advise you against it, but you're free to reach out and say, hey, what's up? And chances are you're yeah, going to get nah. another another infinite number of years of silence. Maybe he'll respond. Who knows? But it's it's how much do you value yourself is the question here. Because if you really have self-worth, which you do, you should say no to that. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah, and also the reason I don't think you should reach out is colored by the fact that he ignored you at the movie theater. Maybe he didn't see you. It's possible. The the fact that he didn't, there was not even just like a courtesy text along the That's way. That's the part that kills it's, me. Yeah, there's yeah. just sort of, it It's adds, over. If he had faded slowly, been like, oh, good luck. I hope the rest of your trip goes well. Oh, you know, and then you say, oh, I'm in Santa Fe. It's like, oh, cool. Hope it's right. All of that stuff would have been cordial. Like, look, our relationship is over, but I'm a human being. He yeah. decided to take the route of just like, Treating you garbage. Yeah. He treated you like you were completely disposable. Yep. And you don't want that. Yeah. And and so and the reason I don't think you should try to re reach out is because I think you're on the precipice of one of the, the most meaningful years of your life, or you're in the middle of the one of the most meaningful years of your life. And I I think rekindling or even just maintaining any kind of relationship, which I we all know it would become sexual it's not like you would just be friends with him because you said it was that's the main thing you guys had i think that that would slow down 
the growth and the progress and and all the self-discovery. And, and, and I honestly think, and I'm not just saying this, I think he did you a favor. And I honestly think he may have, in his own mind, thought he was doing you a favor by making it incredibly simple. Ooh, you're giving him so I'm much credit. I'm trying my that best. Been interesting. <laughs> I'm trying my best. But the reason I say that is because it seems like they did have a nice a meeting, and I don't want to uh, disparage the meaningfulness of the connection you had. I think you guys had a nice thing. I don't yeah. want to say that there was not meaningless. I don't think that he was playing you in any way. I think that he really enjoyed your company, enjoyed having sex with you and all the other things. And he knew that this was something that was going to stay in Albany. And that was it. That's where its beginning and end would be. Yeah, that's what he signed up for. So when he realized, when he could feel the heat of you coming like he smelled you <laughs> he was just like i need to make this very clear so i'm going to give him the full benefit of the doubt and assume that he did it partially if not consciously he did it in instinctively subconsciously to respect you in a way by not leading you on at all <sighs> Sorry, For I'm our, trying. our listeners can't see my face expression, but it <laughs> suggests I don't agree with I tried. you. But yeah. Just I, so you don't vilify him. Yeah, so you yeah. can so you could peacefully move That's on. That's true, actually. That's you. true. Yeah. yeah, for you. That's a nice way of looking at it. Good job, Andy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. All right, Anna. I I hope that helped. It it did. It was it was the reminder I really needed um, of why I came out here and what I'm trying to do. And it is it's for me. So it that's is. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay, good luck out there. Make friends. <laughs> yes. I'm trying. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. <sighs> Let us discuss. Yeah. I felt for her. I felt for her too. You know, it, it's look, I meant everything I said. I wasn't trying to like, you know, puff her up. I really. No, I we've meant both, it. and around the same age, we have been through it, you know, different variations but similar heartbreak even like i was it sounds like she was the one who ended her relationship maybe it was mutual it it doesn't sound like she had her heart broken like you did Mm -hmm. and i know i ended my really long-term relationship but it's still a form of heartbreak yeah and adjusting to that aloneness Mm -hmm. it's not easy the feeling that there isn't someone to just update on your day it's not easy it's not it you, never is. It, that's a very, it's very comfortable to have that. It's hard to give that up. It's why a lot of people stay in relationships far longer than they should because they try and then they realize what they're missing. And it's not the sex. I don't even think it's necessarily the companionship. I think it's the feeling. Warm body. <laughs> it's the feeling that someone cares. You know what I remember when I was newly single, the thing that stood out to me so much was the feeling that if I wanted to tell someone about my day, even my parents, needed, they needed to be caught up. Mm-hmm. There was this like catch up period or catch right. up content and then, okay, and then this, that's what led to this. When you're in a relationship, especially one where you live together for so many years, you, there's no catch up. No. This happened. You know all the you're backstory. You're the same person. Yeah. You're in each other's minds. Yeah. This is the body of the iceberg. The tip of the iceberg happened today, but you know all the context of what that means to me on my on this day. No, it's, it's a credible loss. It even is. if you don't get along with the person you're with, even if you don't even like them, eventually yeah. it becomes this natural codependency where you just rely on that 
connection, that, yeah. that awareness of your life. Yeah. And, 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 it's really, and yours of theirs. You just feel invested in theirs too. It's, it's a difficult thing to cut. Super hard. And look, she's, I, I have to say. I'm so an, impressed with her. She's impressive. The fact she's that she never together. reached out to him Amazing. again under these circumstances. Amazing. Most people would reach out to him even if they weren't lonely in a new place. And remember, she's new to this. Yes. It's not like she's been doing this for 10 years. She, she was a, in a six-year relationship. She's new. This is her first test of this thing, and she passed with flying, flying colors. colors. She, yep. She ghosted a ghoster. She has a That's ton of self-respect. Ton. And, and look, I feel for her also because, you know, I didn't... She's in a very small town. That mm-hmm. doesn't make it any easier at all. No. That doesn't say that she can't move again. Like, I know when I said you can move to the city, I get it. She's got this job, but she can move, so she has to... So I know people have two hour commutes in the mm-hmm. morning. Like she can do it. Mm-hmm. She can move somewhere else. This is not the end. She's not in this town for the rest of her life. That's yeah. an absurd thing to think. Yeah. So I get it right now. It's going to be even extra hard, but she can move. This is the beginning of a new beginning. Mm-hmm. It's the very beginning. Yeah. And this guy, and I know, I know you think I shouldn't be saying this, but <laughs> I'd like to see the silver lining in this human being mm-hmm. and think that part of him, whether it was conscious or subconscious, said to himself, I better watch out. This girl's starting a new life here. I need to make this extremely clear. And his 24-year-old way of doing that was complete ghost. And it's never good. A real adult would have done that much more diplomatically. But I have to say that in the end, it might be better. No, I mean, it's definitely, no, might. It's 100% better. I just don't think you should give undue credit to him for somehow. No, I'm not giving him credit. I'm just saying that it's possible that somewhere within his immature reaction to the situation was the thought, hey, I better make this crystal clear. I don't want to mess up this girl's new life. Oh, I do think he was trying to make it crystal clear. I agree with that. And he, man, did he ever. He made that very, Maybe very clear. Maybe that's his only way of doing it, was he's just not. He doesn't have he's the 24. toolkit. He's 24. I mean, are we really surprised? And, he, and, you know, he doesn't. He's young, callous, and maybe somewhere deep down, I'll give him a tiny bit of credit for making it the cleanest cut imaginable. <sighs> okay. I, I, I don't want to waste time talking about that. I don't agree. But let's say we have to put money on whether or not he saw her at that movie theater. I'm just curious what you think. I honestly don't know. I'm because I can't help myself and I have been this person before. I'm going to bet he did not see her. I don't think he saw her either. Even though it seems so unbelievable. Sometimes you're just not if you don't think of seeing someone, you don't see them. Like I've I know I've been right near someone I knew for a long time and yeah. suddenly I'm like Oh my yeah, God. and they and they kind of look at you expectantly, like what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah, if you're not looking for something, you often don't see it. Yeah. Have you ever noticed, like sometimes you'll see like a movie or something about a certain thing, yeah, and then suddenly you'll see that thing everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's not true. because it's suddenly there because of the movie. No, it's, it's because true. You're, you're observing it now. Yeah, I, maybe we're I, giving him too much credit on that front, but I personally have been that person more than once in my life, so I can't help it. Yeah, it's it's too crazy to think that he wouldn't even acknowledge her. That's all. No, I know. Yeah. I, I, I Although th- I mean, he didn't acknowledge her later. So look, I gotta be I gotta be perfectly honest. There are times when you're in a in a different place and you know you're going to be in another place soon, and you have these kind of like specialized little romances. Like it's like yeah. you know it's got a it's got an expiration date. Yeah, I've and it been never that is supposed to be more than that. Yeah. Yep. And this is what happened. And like, did he do it 
like gracefully, no, no, it was just he should have at least found out she got there safe mm-hmm. at the very least. Yeah. But in his own way, I'm saying, which wasn't perfect by any stretch, I do think that he did her a favor. Yeah. I, I would still trade spots with her. Oh, yeah. That's she's at a great point in life, even though it, it might not even, feel like it in the moment. It doesn't get any better. I mean, she's there's so many cliches that come along with this type of of crossroads. She's I know. At, but it's the darkest time is right before the dawn. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> nothing in life is easy. Anyway, it's just she's in she's in good shape. She's going to cry. She's going to have bad nights. Mm-hmm. But she's going to get out of this so much happier. And she's so wise to be able to write out of a six-year relationship, which was her only relationship mm-hmm. of any meaning in her life, mm-hmm. right after that, know when to not respond to a text. Oh. I mean, I, I we can't say it enough. Yeah, yeah. A mad, mad She's props. a natural. Yeah. She's a natural. <laughs> yeah. This guy was probably like, wow. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. this happened. <laughs> that was not the direction I was expecting this one to go, by the way. Oh, really? No, because I didn't know that she was the girl whose Q&A question we answered. Oh, yeah, that's right. I had no recollection. Well, of course, I remember that question, but I didn't realize it was the same person. Amazing. Anna's not that uncommon a name. I remember the Anna question. I remember it, too. Yeah. And so knowing that backstory... It, it 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 took it in a different direction. It, it did. Really that did. was good, good. It shows you that the more information you have, <laughs> the better answer you can give. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap there. Yeah. Let's do it. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we're going to ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, tell your friends, leave us Apple Podcast ratings and reviews, and generally do all the things you would do to keep a podcast you consume. Uh, growing, healthy and growing. Yes. Yes, we're, we're a growing podcast. We need lots of, of sustenance. <laughs> like if we're a little growing boy, you would f- feed him lots of food. Wow, you really <laughs> went deep with that analogy. I just think that we need to really drive that home. Yeah, we need sustenance. I think people think that we're bigger than we are. I genuinely yeah. do believe that, actually. I think we're more malnourished than people think. <laughs> it's actually so feed true. Us. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. Dear Shandy.